Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Wednesday. I want to dive in to Baker Mayfield versus Daniel Jones because I think this has got so many different angles and layers to it. I am utterly fascinated by this story. And so yesterday, right about time that we were finishing the show, this GQ article came down. And the storyline of yesterday, and I bet it's going to run in even to today, was I can't believe what Baker Mayfield said. And I am, there's, I'm going to open up phone lines at some point and I will allow all of you to weigh in. But there are several different angles that I want to hit on this story. We'll begin if for some chance you're just now waking up and starting off your morning and you haven't seen these quotes. Baker Mayfield said, I cannot believe the Giants took Daniel Jones. Blows my mind. And he continues and he says, some people overthink it. That's where people go wrong. They forget you've got to win. And then there was a further discussion about that where Baker Mayfield said, this is not what I said. He went on Instagram, just so we're clear. I also said, so this is funny. I always love when people say, oh, I didn't say that. So Baker Mayfield says, oh, no, no, no. That's not what I said, just so we're clear. I also said, so you can't even go like 10 words 
without contradicting yourself. This is not what I said, just so we're clear. I also said, so did you say it or did you not say it? Because when you said, I also said, what I am hearing is that you did actually say it. I also said I was surprised I got drafted number one, then was talking about the flaws in evaluating quarterbacks, where I brought up winning being important. Reporters and media will do anything to come up with a clickbait story, heard nothing but good things, and wish nothing but the best for Daniel. So this is my concern with Baker Mayfield in general. He doesn't seem to understand that all that matters is whether or not he wins football games. It's all that matters. Everything else, his persona, posing with the Tiger, talking to GQ, going after Hugh Jackson, none of it matters except if it's connected with winning football games. And so far, Baker Mayfield, to me, and the Cleveland Browns feel like this year's version of the San Francisco 49ers. When we were doing this show last year, coming into the 2018 football season, everyone was obsessed with the way that Jimmy Garoppolo finished off the 2017 football season. And as a result, he got a massive contract. Five-year, $137 million deal. And that was almost all predicated on a tiny sample size of wins for the San Francisco 49ers against teams that weren't really very good. And so as we prepare for the new football season in the NFL, I think there's a strong analogy that can be drawn right now between Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers last year and Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns this year. That's particularly the case when you say, okay, what did Baker Mayfield actually do last year? He went 6-7 and seven as a starter. He beat one playoff team. It was in overtime, and the Cleveland Browns did not score a touchdown in that game. They won 12-9 against Baltimore. He beat Atlanta, who was not very good. He beat Cincinnati, who was awful. He beat Carolina, as Cam Newton at the end of the season was almost unable to lift his arm. He beat Denver by one point, who was not very good, and then he beat Cincinnati again. That is Baker Mayfield's entire resume from a wins perspective in the NFL. And so this is, I think, indicative of a larger context, which is Baker Mayfield doesn't need attention. There's no reason on the planet for Baker Mayfield to talk to GQ Magazine for an interview that will come out right before the season starts. There's absolutely no reason. There's no reason for Baker Mayfield to need to shotgun a beer in a stadium at Cleveland to draw attention to himself. When you are a starting quarterback in the NFL, attention rains down upon you regardless of anything you do off the field. Larger context. Baker Mayfield's got to be smarter. I'll give you an example from my own life. He says basically, oh, my quotes were taken out of context. Okay, that's the danger of running your mouth and doing an interview with GQ in the first place. I am in a unique spot in that I have done 5,000 word profiles that I have written on people and I have had 5,000 word profiles written about me. So not only have I been the subject of these big profiles, I have written them. 
And the first time that I was ever the subject of a major media profile was I was uh, in here in Nashville where I grew up. They had a front page article about me in the local newspaper. And before I did that interview, I said, hey, the only request I have is I'd like for you to post the entire transcript of every comment that I make. Because when you get a profile done, what is left out tells you far more than what is put in. So right now, if somebody were doing a profile based on what I say on this radio show, they probably would pull 300 words out of probably, I have no idea how many words I'll say in the course of, uh, of this show, but let's say I'll say 30,000. Might be low, might be high. But what I'm saying is, whatever profile was written about today's radio show would be a tiny context of what I said on the whole show. And maybe it's because I'm also a lawyer, but I have gotten used to, over the years, reading a transcript of any statements that were made in court, and I would rather do that than let somebody else pick out a couple of sentences and define what was said. So if I'm Baker Mayfield, I say, sure, I'll do this GQ interview but I want you, as a part of the GQ interview, to post the entire transcript of everything that I say throughout the course of this entire conversation. So if I get attention for what I'm saying, I can go back to it and I can point to exactly what I said and say, no, 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 you took this out of context. But Baker Mayfield has to be smarter because I can't remember, and if you can remember it, you can certainly tweet me and link it. I can't remember a time when a starting quarterback in the NFL took a shot at a rookie quarterback and where he was drafted. I can't even remember it happening when the starting quarterback was getting replaced by a younger quarterback. I don't remember Joe Flacco saying something bad publicly about Lamar Jackson getting drafted. I don't remember any of those situations that have ever occurred in the NFL. It's dumb of Baker Mayfield because it's the very definition of feuding down. Daniel Jones never said anything about him. They don't play on a regular basis. They didn't play in college. Also, lazily, Baker Mayfield is doing what he accused Colin Cowherd and other media members of doing. He's just the drive-by media here taking a shot at somebody and not considering the larger context. It's a dumb comment to say, oh, the reason why Daniel Jones may not work out in the NFL is because he didn't win enough games in, uh, in college. That's utterly insane when you actually break down the numbers. Did you know that... John Elway at Stanford had a losing record. Guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech had a losing record. Virtually everything you can contemplate from a quarterback perspective, you can find a reason why that person is not going to succeed. That's because every record is broken when it comes to quarterbacks because precedent doesn't apply. If only big school quarterbacks ended up good in the NFL, NFL teams would only draft big school quarterbacks. If only small school quarterbacks ended up good in the NFL, that's all NFL teams would do. 
the reality is every first-round quarterback is a coin flip. And you can point to as many reasons why they should succeed as why they should not succeed. Peyton Manning played at a big school. A lot of people, if you remember back in the day when Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf were coming out, one versus two, people said, oh, Ryan Leaf is the guy with the bigger upside. Probably the biggest gap between one versus two in the history of the NFL is Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf. But if you went back to 1998, there were equally as many media people saying that Ryan Leaf should be the overall number one pick. Tom Brady, big school quarterback who wasn't very good turns into probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Ben Roethlisberger, small-level school quarterback at Miami of Ohio. Tony Romo comes out of Eastern Illinois. Nobody knows anything at all about him. You go through the list of Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks or Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and in retrospect, you can argue that you always knew they were going to be good or that you always knew they were going to be bad. Daniel Jones, I said this on the show the day after the draft. I said, I feel like the criticism for Daniel Jones is unlike anything we have ever seen before. It's lazy, and I think it's predicated on lazy media cliches like the one that Baker Mayfield just dropped. I think Daniel Jones, because he's a white pocket passer, a white Duke athlete, gets absolutely no benefit of the doubt, and in fact, the opposite of that, people want him to fail, and they want him to take, they want to take shots at him. This is the Grayson Allen effect. This is the Christian Leitner effect. The Steve Wojciechowski effect. The J.J. Redick effect. Cherokee Parks back in the day. If you are a white Duke athlete, the Duke lacrosse team, then people are lined up in this day and age to take shots at you because they don't believe you deserve what you're getting because we live in this era of white privilege attack. And it's easy if you're a member of the media to rip Daniel Jones because he's a white guy who went to Duke and nobody's going to accuse you of anything on social media, which dictates all the coverage in American sports today. So if you want to take shots at Daniel Jones, go to it. If you want to take a shot at Dwayne Haskins, people are going to say, oh, that's racist. He's a black quarterback. How dare you? Remember when Stephen A. Smith came out and said, oh, Dwayne Haskins, he's more of a running quarterback to me. And you're like, that dude never watched a half of Dwayne Haskins' games at Ohio State. And later in the combine, Dwayne Haskins tests as the least athletic quarterback People were using his race as a proxy of what he was going to be capable of or not capable of. Lazy media people. That's what happened with Daniel Jones. And so Baker Mayfield did what he criticizes others in the media of doing. He allowed a lack of depth of an opinion, a cliche, one that is untrue, and he ran with it. And... The truth of the matter is Daniel Jones through the first two preseason games has been the best in preseason so far. Really, of all the quarterbacks. So this is, I think, really an entertaining story to unpack on so many different levels. 
I think we have a 30-second clip of the writer who went on Colin Cowherd's show yesterday uh, and discussed this uh, part of the story, and I'll unpack that, too, for you. Let's hear that now. I think that he was simply responding to seeing a sports center segment about Daniel Jones. Um, I don't think that he thought it was any thing completely out of the ordinary. I think a lot of people had voiced a similar sentiment after the Giants took Daniel Jones. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't want to speculate whether or not he regrets it, but in the moment I think it just felt pretty natural and, and an organic reaction to whatever was, was happening on SportsCenter. See, this is where and why I think a lot of times you can't trust people who write profiles. Because there he's trying the writer to say like, oh, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Then why did you put it in the article? So this is like a profile is not accurate real life. It's the attempt of the profiler to take a small subset of what you say and craft their own narrative. Uh, you remember a couple years ago, Politico did a 5,000-word piece on you. You may remember. Daily Beast has done a 5,000-word piece on me in the last couple of years. The Politico author came and followed me around all day. It was when Jason Martin was still the producer of this show. And we sat down, and I allowed him to come into my house, and I allowed him to talk to my wife, and Jason Martin uh, talk, uh, talked with him as well. And I don't really worry about people quoting me because I talk so much and I have such a substantial audience now that I can come out and defend myself if I feel like I'm unfairly treated. But the guy talked to my wife for 40 minutes and took three sentences from her and chose to make that representative of everything that she said. And... He talked to Jason Martin for 15 or 20 minutes, and he told, took, decided to take a couple of sentences of what he said as well. And the thing about a writer is they often come into the equation with a preconceived narrative in mind, and they can then pull any number of quotes to justify that narrative. And I can say that honestly as someone who has been on the side of writing the profiles and also on the side of being profiled, and I think that's relatively rare, certainly in media, to be on both sides of those equations. And what I always try to do is come in with a completely open mind and accurately reflect the person that I have profiled through the quotes that I select. And this is something that I try to do on the radio show too. You'll hear me say all the time, can we get the context for that quote? And that's why I think transcripts matter to such a large extent. I'll bring in the crew. I'm going to open up the phone lines. But the point here, pretty straightforward, is Baker Mayfield can't backpedal from this. This is a big deal in terms of his comments about another quarterback in the NFL. Daniel Jones, to his credit, basically ignored all of these comments. It doesn't ever happen. Now, you can say, oh, well, we should have more quarterbacks taking shots at other quarterbacks. And maybe you feel that way. I tend to think it's really not very smart of Baker Mayfield, and it's emblematic of his larger inability to control his behavior off the field in terms of the way that he is talked about. Now, ultimately for him, he gets the final word. He gets the opportunity to go out in the field and justify the hype and try to establish that he is not Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0 
and that the Cleveland Browns are not this year's version of the San Francisco 49ers. But all of the noise surrounding Baker Mayfield is, I think, troubling. And other than Ben Roethlisberger, shortly after he came into the league, there is no precedent for a quarterback who wins a high number of games and talks as much as Baker Mayfield does. Maybe he can break the precedent. Maybe he's setting a new paradigm. I would say I don't buy into that. I think he's going to have to tone it down. And again, I think this whole story is intriguing and a window into our modern era. I'll answer your questions about this. We will take your calls, 877-996-6369. It's the first time we have opened up phone lines so far. I'll bring in the crew, see what they think. By the way, Petros Papadakis is going to swing by with us in hour three. John Morosi as well in hour three. We've got no guests the first couple of hours here. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. All right, let's roll through some calls, Dub. Let's go fast. Who we got? All right, let's go to Travis in Korea. Oh, Korea. What's shaking, my man? Hey, Clay. How's it going? I'm doing excellent. All right, so um, my uh, I was first going to ask you real quick, who did you do your piece on and how did you go about writing that? Because I feel like it goes along with this whole story to start with. Yeah, so I've written a couple of books, so there's been a variety of people that I've written like kind of long form on, but an easy one that people can look at if they want to read like a 5,000-word piece that I wrote uh, about, uh, I don't know, probably eight years ago or so, I did a huge profile on Kirk Herbstreet, All Access, College Game Day. Later, we had him on um, the, uh, the show, which was pretty great, Wins and Losses, and you can go listen to him for a couple of hours, talk with me, but that's the first time I met Herbstreet, so... I did an entire piece on Herb Street where I followed him around for the weekend of the, uh, I think it was the Alabama LSU one versus two game, if I'm not mistaken, uh, whatever that was, like almost a decade ago, eight years ago or so. Um, so you can go read that. It's up oh. on OutKick. If anybody's interested in reading a long form piece on Herb Street, you can just Google it uh, and go find it. Okay, cool. So uh, I, I was, my point was, do you think this has a lot to do with Freddie Kitchens being like an inexperienced coach? Like if they had hired like a veteran coach and knew what he was doing, do you think that coach would have prevented Baker Mayfield from doing these outlandish things and bringing all this attention to himself? Thanks for the call. Um, no, I, I don't think this has anything to do with who the coach is. I think this is about Baker Mayfield. And I think uh, Hugh Jackson was the coach when Baker Mayfield posed shirtless with the Tiger for a photo shoot. I think this is Baker Mayfield making decisions – he thinks he needs attention in order to be recognized. And I understand that. But one of the lessons Baker Mayfield's going to have to learn, and it can be a tough one, is what got you there won't keep you there. 
And that again, that's a tough lesson, I think, for a lot of people to learn. Once you reach near the top of the flagpole, and Baker Mayfield is there, one of the lessons that I'm trying to learn as well, what got you there won't necessarily keep you there. Some things will. you got to keep working hard. But Baker Mayfield's thinking of himself as a scrappy walk-on who needs to get attention. Dude, you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. You won the Heisman Trophy. You were the number one overall pick. All that matters is what you do on the field now. Nothing else does. If you win, people are going to love you. If you lose, they're going to write you off. That's what happens when you're a first-round NFL draft pick. Who's up next? Chris in Kentucky. Chris, what you got for me? Hello? Yeah. This is Chris from Kentucky, and Baker Mayfield can't even win a game. I mean, he wants to bash Daniel Jones. I mean, win a ball game. Win two, three ball games before you even talk bad about another quarterback. I mean... Just because Daniel Jones went sixth round don't mean he can bash him. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Look at Peyton Manning. Thanks for the call. (sighs) Is it just me or every time we go to Kentucky? I feel bad for the Commonwealth of Kentucky because I think even people in Kentucky are like, (laughs) when we hear callers from Kentucky, they're like, please don't suck, please don't suck, please don't suck. And then it's like the 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 bankrupt music from uh, from Price is Right. You called me, by the way. When I go to you, you should be ready to talk. It's not like I just randomly called your cell phone and you're like scrambling around trying to find it. You know, like how every mom answers the phone if you're around my age, if your mom's around, you know, 70 years old or so. It's like every time the phone rings, it's like, oh my God, it's a fire drill. Where's the cell phone? My dad's the same way. Oh my God, like they're still not used to the idea that they have a phone that can ring. <laughs> and every single time, like your phone rings and your parent, I'm sure there's a ton of people out there. Like, I swear to God, my dad's driving in the car next and like riding in the car seat next to me. The other day, his phone rings and you would think it's like the nuclear codes and he's got to get it. It's like scrambling, you know, it's like hitting every part of his body. Where's my phone? Oh my God. It's never with him. It's never like easy, accessible, like on his knee. Like, oh, I'm just going to look and see who's calling. It's like, oh, my God, what might be? we might need to bomb North Korea. i got to get that phone. What's going on? It's like, it's a cell phone, dude. It's it's there. Like, just use it. You know, like my mom, every time the phone rings, my, my mother-in-law, we were on vacation, phone all ring. They never know where the phone is, right? Like, we're in the car, the phone's ringing. It's like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> can you hear that? It's your phone. It's insanely loud. It's just like going, like, it's not. it's not like vibrating. It's like they've got like, you know, uh, the 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 William Tell overtures going off and the whole the whole, the whole thing a whole car is vibrating and you're like dude just answer the phone where is it I don't I don't know it's your phone like I'm driving the car I got five kids in the car I got no idea where it is well let me see just digging through everything that's every time we go to the phone in Kentucky it's like damn the phone has existed for a long time people in Kentucky Alexander damn Graham Bell didn't just do this thing you should be used to how to talk on the phone. We'll try to take some more calls when we come back. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, what is available in all areas, Outkick, except maybe the state of Kentucky, uh, where, I mean, I don't know. Kentucky call, I feel like everybody who listens out there, whenever we go to phone lines and I say, like, up next in Kentucky, I feel like everybody across the entire country it's like this is not going to go well uh, because people in Kentucky evidently have not gotten down 
the concept of talking on the phone. Here is the most recent just total disaster on behalf of the state of Kentucky. Here was his name, Chris, whatever. I think we have audio from it at the end of hour one. Who's up next? Chris in Kentucky. Chris, what you got for me? Hello? Yeah. This is Chris from Kentucky, and just because Daniel Jones went sixth round don't mean he can bash him. Oh. I mean, I just, I don't understand why people aren't ready to go, first of all. Just pretend that you are the person. One of my big caller complaints is when Dub gets a caller's name wrong and they correct it as if, like, we can tell what your name is. So I say, this is Joe from Kentucky. Uh, This is not Joe. This is Jim. Okay. You just said somebody. Nobody cares what your name is. If you're from that state, presume that it's you and be ready to talk. By the way, I'm still fired up about old people and cell phone ringing. Why can't they? Why did they not get used to their phone ringing? You bought the phone so someone can call you. The fact that someone calls you, if you're an old person, it shouldn't be like a damn fire drill every time your phone rings. Is this just me? All of you have parents. Are your parents the same way? Are your wife's parents the same way? Like the phone rings and it's it's like the whole world has to come to a close. Yeah, your cell phone is ringing. Big deal. Like everybody's phone rings. Why does it surprise you that your phone rings? It's like every time my parents get a phone call, I swear to God, it's like, oh my God, that's like all caps. Oh my God, the phone is ringing. Like they are Donald Trump or Barack Obama before him. And it's the the, the 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 nuclear codes are being called in, and like the phone call is probably not that important. Also, my mom thinks that she's obligated to talk to anyone who calls the cell phone. Like, mom, let it go to voicemail. You don't have to take that call. But this dates back to when we were kids, Clay. Because if you remember back to the phones that were on a cord, oh yeah, when those phones rang, our parents would freak out. Like, uh, the phone's ringing, the phone's ringing. It was like a major <laughs> announcement going down the hallways of the house. I, I don't get, yeah. I, the, the, the odds when you are over 70 of a phone call that you get really mattering are almost zero, right? I understand if you've got a grandchild that's about to be born and you're panicked and you want to make sure that you don't miss the call so you can get down to the hospital, right? Other than that, if you're over 70... The odds of you getting a phone call that really matters. It's not like you're working most of the time. It's not like, like I get frustrated. I'll be honest. If I call anybody on this show and they don't answer, I'm frustrated. Like this used to frustrate me about Jason Martin. Or if I text and I don't get a response relatively soon. Like I called Dub yesterday because we did a really good interview with uh, Rachel Bonetta. Like to me, it doesn't matter what time I call, Dub should answer. Where are you, Dub? Like, I don't, it could be three in the morning, which isn't even that early because we get up and do the show early. It could be whatever time of the day it is. If that phone rings, to me, Dub should answer it by the second ring. (laughs) And he should be, even if he's been in the middle of sleep, he should answer it and be ready to go. Is that an unfair assumption that Dub should have to answer the phone every, the, the second that it rings, he should answer it every time? Because well, look, I texted Dub before. Like, I'm a text guy. So people be like, oh, why don't you just text him? And Dub's like, I, I, I never miss a phone call. This is what Dub told me. 
because I texted him. We were trying to set up a podcast. I don't hear back for like nine hours. Dub's 25. Supposedly, everybody who gets texted is supposed to be on the ball, like 25-year-olds. It's all they want to do. All right, I'm 40. Maybe I'm out of touch. Dub's like, no, no, you call me. I'll never miss a call. I'll never miss it. And then I call him and he doesn't answer. <laughs> what What is the way to get in touch with you, Dub? Should I send a carrier pigeon? Well, to be fair, I did call back about 30 seconds That's later. That's so, I mean, You did call back, but you should have answered it when it was ringing. Well, I kind of I thought you would just enjoy my voicemail message. Yeah, one more your time. voicemail mail voicemail message is in, it's infuriating. <laughs> it's not as bad as Jason Martin's voicemail message because I used to get mad at Jason Martin when I would call and he wouldn't answer too because he actually answers his voicemail like he's answering the phone and you start to talk and then you realize it's like hello, this is J-, like he ain't like who are the idiots who set up their voicemail just like they're actually the, the same way they answer the phone. Dub, do your parents have a fire drill every time the phone rings, or are they younger, so it's not as big of a deal that they have cell phones? Well, my mom is like actually crazy good at answering her phone, which I guess goes to your point of you know people of the older age freaking out whenever their phone rings. But you know, I, I, she understands that I uh, I am a busy guy, so if I don't answer, I usually get back to her, and uh, it's usually no big deal. Do you get a voice? I hate people who leave me voicemails too, because inevitably, whenever I get a voicemail. I'm on the road and it's inaccessible, right? Like you don't have a good cell phone signal and you're like, oh my, why did somebody leave me a voicemail? How important is this? And then it's like my, and the, by the way, the people who leave me voicemails, I get a phone call every time my kid's bus is late. An actual, I, I want to curse here, I almost did, an actual freaking phone call to let me know that my sixth grader's bus is going to be late. Do, how little of a life do you have to get that you need to get a, t- a phone call when the bus is going to be 10 minutes late and that I'm going to get a voicemail on it. I got a call yesterday live on television because I don't turn my phone off because I'm like, maybe news is going to break. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm going to get text. I get a phone call live on television. And somehow, by the way, it's synced with my iPad and I can't figure out how to turn them off. But it's so it's ringing on live on television and it's my kid's school giving me an automated call to let me know that his bus is going to be five minutes late getting home. Five minutes. How important is my day that if his bus is five minutes late, I need to know it? Does Dub still have the same uh, voicemail? Yeah, he still has the same voicemail. I mean, I should have fired him. Just This is really Dub's voicemail. He sounds like he's in the middle of an orgy answering in a closet. (laughs) What is your memorandum? What? I mean, what if... What am I dealing with that I have to, that I have to, that, that, again, What's I'm an island of there, competence Dub? surrounded by an ocean of incompetence. Please chronicle your memorandum reviloquently ensuing the resonance. I, I don't, I mean, I don't even Jesus. understand what we're doing with life. But by the way, why is, I, I'm curious on you guys' assumption. Why is Kentucky consistently the worst calls that we receive on this show? Like, do you guys the also. Bourbon. It's got to be the bourbon. It's so early, I don't think people are drunk. And I live in Tennessee, and there's lots of whiskey. I mean, in all honesty, why are people in Kentucky so unable to handle... Here, let me go to, before I get to Kentucky. Here's my other gripe on phones, and this connects to cars. Could they build a car that has a space between your seat and the center console that is more than, like, the space between two playing cards? Because somehow your phone inevitably gets dropped into that area between the middle part of your car and your car seat, and it is impossible to get your hand down and actually pick the phone up. 
what if we got an extra half inch there? There's got to be a car designer somewhere out there listening to me. It's If you drop your phone, they have designed the seats in the car so that the only thing that can get down there is like a slim-ass razor phone, and then you try to get your hand down to pick it up while you're driving, and it's impossible. And that's inevitably when you get like four calls in a row and they all go to voicemail. Am I wrong on this? Would this not be a great change to the American car? If Elon Musk is up in L.A. going into work early, how much better would the Tesla be if when you dropped your phone, which inevitably happens next to your car seat, you could just reach down and easily pick the phone up? Elon Musk, if you're listening right now, if you're up early driving into work, this would be a tremendous asset. All right, let's go to call. We got some calls. I don't know. What's the situation, Dub? Well, how about this? How about we go to Carl, who's in Kentucky? Jesus. All right, Carl. Hey, Clay, you know I'm not going to hesitate talking to Boom. you. Boom. There we go. That's what I needed. You have, a, you have a huge fan base here in Kentucky. Yeah. Your insight and your knowledge of sports pleases me. I listen to you every morning. But, you know, you got to get over this Kentucky-Tennessee rivalry. Do you I mean, think, I've heard you call us, Carl, I've heard you call us the stupidest fans in the nation. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, you are. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Your fan base is really dumb. But, you know, to be <laughs> fair, Alabama football fans are really dumb. Ohio State fans are really dumb as a group. So, uh, Notre Dame fans, right. pretty dumb as a group. I did. Thanks for the call. Carl at least was ready to go. I've done for years the dumbest fan base in America rankings. And that's based on what I do for a living. And Kentucky basketball, Alabama football, Notre Dame in general, Ohio State for football primarily, Tennessee, Georgia, a lot of southern states on the dumbest. uh, It's probably not going to surprise people. A lot of southern states on the dumbest. Florida State on the dumbest fan list. But these are the fan bases that are consistently the dumbest. And the two dumbest, three dumbest beyond a shadow of a doubt. Three dumbest fan bases in America in no particular order. If you're doing an AP poll on stupidity, Ohio State, Kentucky, and Alabama without fail. Uh, all right, who we got up next? All right, we got Dan in Indiana. Dan, what you got? Hey, love the show, Clay. Appreciate it. Um, so, from Indiana, it's not just a Tennessee, Kentucky thing like that last caller idiotly said because. Uh, they just spent what I mean millions of dollars in taxpayers' money during a summer legislative uh, session to make sure every public school had "In God We Trust" plastered everywhere. Did they do that if in Kentucky, or they did that in Tennessee? That, they did that in Kentucky. Yeah. So they, I mean, they, they just wasted, and that's that's their wasted youth, and that's why you get these dumb idiots who call and act like that. I live 20 minutes from the border, and I cringe every time I have to go to Owensboro, Kentucky, or Louisville, Kentucky. I cringe. Thanks. Oh, he just called in to take. Oh, I was like, where? I, I thought that was all. In, I thought that was all a lead up to his opinion on Baker Mayfield, but he was just calling from Indiana to take shots at Kentucky, feuding down, literally, on the map. He's feuding down right across the – lots of people are surprised by that. People don't realize that Louisville is on one side of the river and Indiana is on the other side of the river. Do you know that? Out in California, do you know how close that is? Would you have known that Louisville is across the river from Indiana? Nope. Nope. Yeah, probably not. Cincinnati, across the river from Kentucky. A lot of people surprised by that. 
I've always said, I went to Cincinnati, and I remember uh, it was I was watching college basketball. I wanted to go out that night. And I was like, where, where should we go out? And they were like, you should go across the river to Kentucky. Real indictment of the city of Cincinnati. If you're like, where should we go out tonight? And they're like, you should go across the river to Kentucky. Maybe keep it in Cincinnati. Have a good time. All right, anybody else who wants to talk, Dub, or should I go to break? Yeah, we got a couple more Baker Mayfield callers. Let's go to William in Virginia. All right, William, what you got? Hey, Clay. Uh, before I get to my point, I, I totally agree with you about like your parents and the phone. Yeah. Every time my mom, I'm with my mom, she'll her phone will be ringing, and I look at her. I'm like, "You're going to answer your phone?" She, oh, is that my phone? Is that your phone? Or is <laughs> yeah. that my phone? No, that, that. How do you not know <laughs> that it's your phone? It's <laughs> true, and no parent has ever realized ringtone? that it's their phone that is actually ringing. It's the other part of it. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's your phone. Like, can you not? Like, it's your phone. No, I know when my phone's ringing. I'll send it to voicemail, or I'll actually yeah. answer it. It's like totally oblivion. Oh no, that's your phone. Yeah, and so the thing with Baker Mayfield, I think what he's doing here is he's taking a shot at the Giants, not necessarily at Daniel Jones, because I think he's trying to make it like he's taking up for Odell um, Odell Beckham Jr., you know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. think he's taking a shot at the Giants because Odell took a shot at the Giants. So I think he's trying to, to make it out to look like, hey, look at me, I'm taking up for my receiver, you know. Yeah, that, so, that's an interesting that's theory. A- Thanks for the call. But if you want to take a shot at the Giants, take a shot at the Giants in your interview. Be like, you know what? I can't believe the Giants were dumb enough to trade Odell Beckham Jr. to us, but I sure as hell am glad they were. Boom. That's a direct comment. He probably thinks it, right? There's a lot of Giants fans who think that. A lot of you listening right now who think that. Okay, that's standing up for your teammate and taking a shot at the Giants simultaneously. I can see that. Totally get it. Odell Beckham, speaking of speaking of taking shots, Odell Beckham, because of all the attention that Baker Mayfield's comments got, we'll probably mention this in a minute because we got Jerry Jones to get to as well, but Odell Beckham Jr. came out and said, what did he say? He said yesterday, this about his trade to the Browns, this wasn't no business move. This was personal. They thought they'd send me here to die. First of all, he sounds like Red from Shawshank Redemption. When I read this quote, I was like, this wasn't no business move. This was personal. They thought they'd send me here to die. If you put that in Morgan Freeman's voice, it sounds like Red from Shawshank Redemption. They didn't send you to Cleveland to die, bro. You're 25. They didn't put you away for life in Angola, all right? You're going to be fine. You're making $16 million or whatever the heck it is to go catch footballs for a living at one of the 32 NFL teams. Cleveland is not Siberia. This isn't the gulags. This isn't Russia. You're not red in Shawshank Redemption. I, I, this is, but that quote almost got no attention because Baker Mayfield went after Daniel Jones. Tell me, by the way, that if we put that in the Morgan Freeman voice, you wouldn't be like, that is a perfect when Odell Beckham Jr., that's not a line from Shawshank Redemption. Oh, 100%. Does it, can anybody do a Morgan Freeman voice? I don't think no. so. Any callers out there do it? Because if you read, this wasn't no business move. This was personal. They thought they'd send me here to die in the Morgan Freeman voice. You'd be like, oh, that's red from Shawshank Redemption. Instead, it's Odell Beckham Jr. talking about getting traded to Cleveland. Last call, I think. Who we got, Dub? Yeah, last one here. We got Bubba in North Carolina. Bubba in North Carolina. What's up, Bubba? What's up, man? Uh, first thing this morning is that the 
<laughs> Good. He's been sitting. How long has he been on hold, Dub? <laughs> how long has Bubba been on hold? Oh, God, probably about 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes. We go to him, and literally we can't hear a word he says. This is my other thing on cell phones. I went over to England last year. You guys remember this? Um, and I went to go watch the Titans play the Chargers. The entire country of England, I got perfect cell phone reception. Why can't we get perfect cell phone reception in America? Why 20 years after cell phones are introduced on a wide level, do a ton of you know right now as you're driving into work, if I hit X part on this road, I'm going to lose your signal? If we know that, how can the cell phone companies not fix it? Uh, I just It drives me insane. All right, we come back. we got a bunch to get into. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Jerry Jones and the Ezekiel Elliott drama. Also, the fact that Jerry Jones is starting to spend money, but it's not on Zeke. Uh, who did he sign? We'll talk about that. Uh, also, a little bit more talk on Baker Mayfield. We had Antonio Brown last night on Hard Knocks, and there was another story that I was going to hit as well. Maybe we'll talk about Odell Beckham Jr. more on those quotes. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. It's lots of people weighing in. Variety of different statements to be made. Craig says, hey, Kentucky, we must do better when calling Clay Travis. The nationwide collective gasp when Clay says next next call from Kentucky is real. I know the feeling. If you're a Kentucky and you're like, please don't make us look dumb. Please don't make Oh, they made us look dumb. It's like, you know, no bust, no bust, no bust. Oh, we busted again. I got tons of different responses rolling in on Twitter. I'm going to read some of them. Uh, Phil says, my grandmother full-blown panics when the cell phone rings. Once had to call the fire department. because I once had to call the fire department. She knocked her cell phone between the bed and the wall. It rang, so she dove in after it got stuck, her 85-year-old ass in a nightgown. Uh, that's, a tough, that's a tough situation. Some guy said, Clay Travis bitching and moaning about his children's school calling him is the dumbest thing I've heard in a while. Is, are there people out there who want to get a phone call when their kid's school bus is five minutes late? I don't understand. I mean, like, how packed is your schedule? You're like, oh, if my kid is five minutes late, I'm going to lose my mind. No matter what car, tons of people on me that if a car would just design an extra half inch to be able to actually get the uh, to get the call, like to be able to reach down and get the phone when it falls down beside you right now, would be incredible. There was actually an invention yeah, on Shark Tank. Yeah, some links to that, too. <laughs> yeah, that fills that little gap. Um, but, yeah, I don't. why does the gap exist in the first place? Let's just solve it. All right, I think we have audio from last night's uh, Hard Knocks, and we'll bring in the Raider fans, but I felt like this episode in particular was so far behind the news cycle that it almost was not worth watching. Does that make sense to you guys? Because we didn't even... 
the Mike Mayock coming out and taking a shot at Antonio Brown was what? Was that like Monday of this week? I can't even remember. I think it was Monday of this week or Sunday. Maybe it was Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday, Monday. yep. But this was so far behind that, it felt almost like an infomercial for Antonio Brown. I think we have a cut from AB. Here's maybe something from last night's Hard Knocks. If he felt a lot better, I got a brand new skin. It all trimmed up. It's been a journey, man. I feel a lot better. Working with the NFL, getting the right equipment. I've been working hard on the side. I've been going taking care of the feet. So, man, I want to give it to my teammates. So hopefully soon, you know, I didn't get to work. You know, too much noise right now. More work, less noise. I felt like I was enemy of the state. Getting the feet trimmed up. I'm on the air channel. Because yeah, AB is actually a good player, a really good player. And he's a handsome looking player, by the way. You know? So that's all it is right there. This reminded me last night, uh, and sometimes you'll feel this way when you're watching a reality show, when somebody is talking on their reality show about how they can't get cameras to stop following them around. And you're like, yeah, it does seem really unfair that they got these cameras following them around all the time. And then you're like, wait a minute, you're on a reality show with cameras following you around all the time. You ever notice that? Like on every reality show, if the person becomes famous on the reality show, at some point they like turn to the camera and they're like, it's just hard to have a normal life with these cameras following me around all day. Like, why can't they just leave me alone? And you're watching it on television and you'll think to yourself, you know what? It must suck to have cameras following you around all day. And then like a light bulb will go off in your head and you'll be like, wait a minute, you're talking about cameras following you around all day on the camera that's following you around all day. You don't care about cameras following you around all day. You just want one camera to follow you around all day. And now everybody's got cameras in their phones. So cameras are following us around everywhere all day anyway. But this felt, Danny G, like a like sort of an infomercial for Antonio Brown that the Raiders wanted to put out where they're like, see, he's not so bad of a guy. Uh, he's going to be fine. Was I the only one who watched it and thought that was kind of the subtext of the entire show? Well, I didn't exactly take it that way because he came off like a douche a little bit when he was referring to himself in the third person. Well, I mean, he is a douche. But he doesn't he's, come but he's off not... that way. It's just accurately reflecting the fact that he's kind of a douche. But you and others piled on to the point where I started to believe that the Raiders' locker room was going to explode. And it doesn't seem that way. Now, we're going to see the next episode because where they left off, Gruden had a really pissed-off look on his face. Gruden was being the good cop, Mayock's the bad cop. And, I mean, him with the drinks, he was kind of being bartender on the sideline. The team has really good chemistry. Mark Schlereth was telling us, who, by the way, he's a Denver Bronco, so I didn't expect this from him when he was on our show yesterday, but he actually likes the new players and the chemistry on the Raiders. So that part of it, if you're a Raiders fan, was good. The parts where Antonio Brown was talking about how handsome A.B. is and A.B. is this and A.B. is that. Dude, come on, knock it off. Talk about yourself not in the third person. That's the douchiest thing ever. I hate, cannot stand it. If you came on the air and you were like, yeah, so you know what Clay Travis would think about that and what Clay thinks about that is that – I can't, and I know I'm not alone in this. When people do that, you want to just slap them across the face. Yeah, I, I, I first of all, the, when you watch Hard Knocks, it's state-sponsored television. So you have to understand that, and I don't know what percentage of our audience watches Hard Knocks, probably not a huge percentage because the audience of that show is not massive, and a lot of people don't have HBO. And even if you do watch it, you might not have happened to watch it last night. But if you watch that show, it's entertaining, 
but the team reviews every episode and has editorial control. So it's rare that you're going to see something that they don't want to appear to the masses. So if somebody says something inappropriate or somebody during a a broadcast is saying something that they're worried about them getting in trouble for, they would pull that, right? So they're going to show decent team chemistry. But I felt like this in general was an advertisement for Antonio Brown and they were trying to dial back the venom directed towards Antonio Brown. But to me, the funniest part was Brown talking about how like he needs more work, less attention, and everything else. And he's doing that while a camera crew is following him on his workouts. So that to me is is the equivalent of what you always see on the reality show where the guy or the girl who's got the camera following him all day is complaining about being followed around by cameras uh, and as if that is something that is abnormal. And you'll buy into it and, able, and maybe even start to feel a little bit of empathy for them until you realize, wait a minute, I'm watching this on reality show. That is the that's reason why you matter is because you have a, the show follow you. My my wife watches the uh, the Real Housewives shows, and I like I don't even know which one she watches. She watches like the Beverly Hills and the Orange County. I think are the two that she watches. And every time I walk through the house, these women are just screaming at each other, and they're fighting over all these trivial things. And I'm thinking, this is the worst thing way I could ever imagine possibly spending my time. You get put on a reality show and you suddenly have to start going to parties and hanging out with these people who otherwise you would never hang out with and just feuding with them. And I'm like, I can't even imagine what that experience would be like. My wife loves it. Sits around and watches the Andy Cohen show after, you know, the after discussions and everything else. I don't get it. She also watches the show with the the little people, the midgets. I, I, is midgets a, is a, a bad yeah, word you're, now? You're not supposed to say that. Not the midgets, the little people. She watches the little people show, and I'm like, what? I don't even know what's going on here. There's just a bunch of little people running around fighting all the time, and I don't understand what's going on here. My wife watches that 90 Day Fiance. What is no, that? I don't even know that show. They people who like meet online and they like, rush to get married. Yeah, 90 Days to Get Married. It's why? Why bizarre. is that a thing? That seems it's like bizarre. An old, yeah, it's like I don't understand. The women love this say yes to the dress show that's still been on for like 20 years now or whatever, every episode ends the same. She's going to say yes to the dress. Like, I know exactly how it's going to end. It's in the title. I don't understand how they're like, oh, I can't find the right dress. And I'm like, it's going to end with her finding the right dress. I think they like the friction because there's always that one family member who's sitting there and is critical and telling them no to the one dress that they like, but they're being honest saying, no, I don't like that at all. Makes you look fat. It has the bride in tears. Right, but they're going to say yes to the dress. No bride has ever been like, you know what, I just couldn't get it done. I'm getting married in uh in, you know, like slacks and a t shirt. <laughs> I just I just couldn't I couldn't I couldn't come to a conclusion on what dress that multi thousand dollar dress I was gonna wear. So I decided I'm just gonna wear like Daisy Dukes and some heels and a t shirt. <laughs> like nobody ever comes to that conclusion on the show. Some Clay Travis shorts and some flip flops. Yeah. I've been getting criticized about the length of my shorts lately. Have you noticed this? Like, I'm dub. What like the inseam that that men wear on shorts now? I don't understand the, the 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 move in pants. Men wear pants where their genitals can't breathe now. Like, I I I legitimately don't understand this. We're going back to the 1980s era of short shorts, and people are like, I want I'm, I'm going to let my quads breathe. Your quads, like I'm in the Jordan era of shorts. All right, like I'm going to get my short down around the knee. 
I see guys walking around now, and it's like they're just wearing underwear. Yeah, below the knee. It's got to be the. It's got to go below the knee, not above the knee, right? Yeah. Oh, like and it's not even above the knee. It's like I, they're all the way up, like hugging the <laughs> hugging the balls. I mean, I'm like, I, I, you move the wrong way, and your your balls are going to fall out of these shorts. Dub, this is what you and your friends are wearing around. Well, look, I'm wearing a nice pair of pants right now. And it, 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 you got to accentuate the bulge. You know, I mean, you got to. Oh, is this like? Is this the 1400s? I mean, they used to wear cod pieces back in the 1400s. You know, history does repeat itself, so we'll see in about 15 years what 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 the new thing is, and maybe it'll be. But just you wear thing. these short shorts, right? Like these, like. If- well, look, uh, my my legs aren't that nice. Wear Daisy uh, Dukes. <laughs> you you wish, uh, but they're they're above the knee typically. I I just I mean I I was like somebody was showing me uh, there was an article in the I don't know the New York Times the Wall Street Journal yesterday I don't remember which one or the babies over the weekend talking about how short men's shorts are getting and I don't even know like I I honestly don't know like I I don't know that men and I men I put in quotation marks between the ages of like 18 and 24 are going to be able to father children because I think they are so artificially constraining the breathing of their genitals that their sperm is not going to work when they actually go to want to have kids I don't actually get a good point there yeah what, like, why would you want to wear pants that are that tight if you're a man? If you're a woman, I understand, like, tight pants, whatever. You don't have a lot of moving parts down there. But if your genitals look like Han Solo when he gets frozen and Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> I don't understand how that's comfortable. Like, you know how Han Solo, when he gets frozen, like, his head's all turned to the side and, like, his mouth's a little bit open? That's every time I see these tight pants, that's what I think about your genitals doing inside of your pants. They're like, just please let us move. And you're frozen in the pants like you're Han Solo at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Your memorandum. Yeah, that's, and then you leave voicemail messages like this. Thank you. I don't know what's going on with the world. When we come back, uh, Jerry Jones. And uh, Jerry Jones is going at it with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. He's also signing big-time contracts, not with Ezekiel Elliott as the beneficiary. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more. What was the other controversy that was out there? Oh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s comments got totally snowed under uh, by what Baker Mayfield said. But they're actually kind of wild. We'll talk about that next, too. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.